If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rolls enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Davis to step up in the pocket, gonna heave it for the end zone, and it is caught. It's caught. It's a touchdown, Whitley. Going to throw. Throws back. He's on the Howdy, everybody. Welcome back to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts. This is your home for Texas high school football on Dash Sports. Today is Wednesday and going forth from now until the end of the season. Every Wednesday, we will be bringing you our small town spotlight. For those of you that are new to the show, our small town spotlight is what it, what it says it is. We take a spotlight and by spotlight, we mean we talk about them on the show. We do research about the town but give you the places to eat, the history behind the town, when it was settled, uh, talk about the sports teams, and everything that just makes these small towns so special and unique in this great state. Starting this week, we're going to give you El Campo and go forth next week. Tobin will be bringing you our small town spotlight. But before we get into it, just a reminder, tomorrow, Thursday, we will be bringing you a player interview as well as diving into the film and providing you a mini scouting report and some players to watch for our game of the week, and that is Waco Connolly in China Spring. So without further ado, let's go ahead, get into it. Here's our small town spotlight from Campo, Texas. Some small town kid driven by rock music and some hoggy tongue in the mix. I like a whiskey and coke, double to the top shot of Cuervo now and then. I never asked for a lot, I'm never Since I went there in week one, I decided to go ahead and do my first small town spotlight over the town of El Campo. El Campo is roughly halfway between Houston and Victoria off of Highway 59, and in its origin served as a railroad stop for roughly two decades prior to the incorporation in 1905. Before it was incorporated, El Campo was a railroad stop and was often referred to as Prairie Switch because it served as a switching point on the Houston-Victoria Railroad. Due to the flat farmland that surrounded the station, many a times you could be able to see the lights from miles away as you're coming down the railroad, thus giving Prairie Switch the nickname Pearl of the Prairie. As time went on, Prairie Switch became a big shipping port for cattle along the New York-Texas-Mexico Railroad. The amount of cattle being led there through cattle drives led to many Mexican cowboys camping there. They would camp there with the herds of cattle while they waited for them to be loaded and taken on to their next destination. This eventually led to the prairie switch being referred to as, you know, the camp by all the cowboys or in Spanish, El Campo. And eventually it stuck. And in 1905, they took that name. El Campo is once the biggest hay producer in the United States, but has since become a bigger producer of cotton, rice and corn. 
with Rice getting the majority of the attention, hence the mascot for El Campo ISD, the Rice Birds, which if anybody is wondering, because I didn't know this, it, rice bird refers to the different types of birds that feed on paddy fields. So a rice bird is not technically like a breed of bird, like say a cardinal or a blue jay or something like that. It just refers to birds and that feed off the rice or grain. But anyways, getting into El Campo's current population and everything, their current population is estimated around 12,000, which kind of explains the need for three elementary schools at a 4A high school. They also have a Catholic school that runs up to eighth grade starting in pre-K, and that is St. Philip, and they are the pioneers. They were arch rivals of my Catholic school that I went to as a kid. Uh, They are the worst. I'm just kidding, but they are the worst. But one of the things about Ocampo being the biggest town for 40-plus miles, it means that there's a lot more to choose from when it comes to restaurants and entertainment. And as far as restaurants, it all starts and ends with Proshek's Smokehouse. It's located just outside of town in Hilgie, off of Highway 59 going towards Victoria. And, you know, depending on who you ask, in my opinion, they are one of the big three when it pertains to kolaches and pigs in Texas. You have the Check Stop, Rushkas, and then Proshek's. And, you know, if it's a great small town burger you want, you need to go check out Father and Son's Grill. That one I've been to. I've liked, I've tried it. It's their burgers are dang good. Um, and, and and as far as like your Tex-Mex, I'm not a big chain guy. But the Los Cucos in El Campo is the best of them all. And it's the only one that I would be like, yes, you need to go check it out because it's not like the other chain Tex-Mex restaurants. And then there's another place that I kept getting, you know, people kept telling me, you need to check this place out. You need to check this place out. And, you know, if it's a great small town burger you want, you need to go check out Father and Son's Grill. That one I've been to. I've liked, I've tried it. It's, their burgers are dang good. Um, and, and, and as far as like your Tex-Mex, I'm not a big chain guy. But the Los Cucos in El Campo is the best of them all. And it's the only one that I would be like, yes, you need to go check it out. Because it's not like the other chain Tex-Mex restaurants. And then there's another place that I kept getting, you know, people kept telling me, you need to check this place out. You need to check this place out. That is Pinchers Boil and Pot. It's a must stop, apparently. I'm re- I need to. I'm gonna have to go check it out because I did not see all this before before I went there the other weekend. They serve Cajun and Creole dishes as well as your typical seafood plates. And one fun thing about this place is that there's an outdoor seating and there's a pond around the restaurant. And this pond has ducks and fish in it. But it also allegedly, actually, I guess it's not allegedly because I think I got it off their website themselves. They uh, all the crawfish they get are from local farms and they purge them in that pond around the restaurant. So they purge them in the water around the restaurant. Then they take them inside, boil them and put them in your and put them on your plate. Wow. Yeah, that, that one really threw me off. I knew I had to mention that part as soon as I read it. That And then there's the classic that everybody within, I don't know, 50, 60 miles of El Campo knows about. And that's Greek Brothers Oyster Bar Steakhouse and Saloon. It's known for its great food and great atmosphere. On, on any given month, you're able to catch great performances from people like Diamond Rio, Parker McCollum, Max Stalling, and several other local artists as well. And speaking of entertainment, there's a new water park that I have not, I did not know about being 30 miles away. It's called El Campo's Lost Lagoon. Uh, it kind of looks like a, 
you know how BSR has more than just the cable stuff. They have like, like yeah. blobs and stuff. It kind of looks like a kid kid version of that with giant like uh, almost like a blob obstacle course looking thing. Okay, uh, have not checked it out, but it looks really neat. And they also have a bowling alley and movie theater, and that's that's not just something people in Ocampo come and enjoy. People from you know Edna, Louise, uh, Nada, Eagle Lake, uh, all all kinds of towns, because that a movie theater and a bowling alley is not something very common in that area. So I'm sure they get a lot of out of towners for that. As we always mentioned, this is a football podcast, so let's talk some football. The Ocampo Rice Birds compete in 4A this year. They're in 4A D1. And they provide varsity sports and all your typical sports, as well as swimming and soccer for both the boys and the girls. While they don't have any state titles, they have two state title appearances falling short in both. The most recent one coming in 2012 following the Stephenville. However, the baseball team is always solid, and they have three state titles in 1962, 1968, and 1982. And, you know, two famous people that I particularly know is – the Hunt brothers, uh, Cole and Joey. Joey is still with the Seattle Seahawks, I believe. And Cole Hunt was – they both played at TCU. Cole Hunt's a tight end. I think he's in the XFL now. But those are two of the very recent well-known people to come out of Ocampo. And that is my small-town spotlight on Ocampo, Texas, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Jordy, uh, you know, you talked about Ocampo kind of having some entertainment around there. Um for other small towns just in that area. Um, that's not something that's new to El Campo that I, uh, I did a little bit of research on my, myself. So in the late 1800s, early 1900s, um, El Campo had a few different types of entertainment. One being an opera house, one being, which, which is very unheard of in a small town, uh, you know, but uh, with, with, you know, people may have liked it. Another one being a movie house. Guess what the movie house was called? And El Campo may have a, a tiff with uh, one big network out there. Uh, they might. They might. Oh, I work. did see this. I forgot to put it so, in there. So yeah, they had a little. They had a movie house known as the Nickelodeon. So uh, El Campo, you may want to do some research. Uh, you know, you might be able to uh, to you know have some copyright issues or trademark issues with that name. And then last, uh, they had a gazebo for monthly wrestling matches. Uh, who, you know, who doesn't like a little wrestling uh, out in the park? So uh, those are, you know, entertainment's nothing new for El Campo. And then the last thing I was going to say for you, for you, uh, you, you know, you threw something in there about the Kalachis uh, and about the check stop being the spot in West. I know some of our West listeners would probably uh, have a little bit of a qualm with that, as there's some other ones that are definitely probably a little bit, you know, better, but not as famous, I wouldn't say. But, uh, you know, maybe next time, you know, do your research a little bit. <laughs> okay. I, as soon as I said that, I was like, man, who did we have on there that told me that the check stop wasn't even the best one in West? And I can't remember who it was. Was it, it was, was it a coach? It may have been Coach Graham. It might have been. It was either Coach, yeah, because he's from there, right? Yeah, he's from West. Yeah, I, I guarantee you it was him, Coach Graham. If you listen to this, well, I, and we did a small town spotlight on West as well, and so I labeled some of my my, my, my personal favorite one is Garrick's. So, um, but well, you know, there's you know, um, not well, everybody has the same yeah. taste as me, and you know, that's that's their issue. So, well, yeah, and your taste buds are wrong. So. Yeah. Anyways, but El Campo is a town I hold dear and near to my heart. I used to 
run around there with a bunch of friends in high school. Still have some friends there. Um, hope everybody's doing well if you listen to this. And to everybody in Ocampo, thank you for turn- tuning in. This is our small town spotlight this week. Tune in as we continue to go around the state and catch every corner of this great state of Texas and tell you everything you need to know about the little towns that are there. Well,